Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 385. Hello. How are you doing? Okay, that's kind of a stupid question. I know exactly how you're doing. You're doing exactly the same way I'm doing. You, like me, want to get the hell out of your house, but you know it's best that you don't. I'm usually out of the house. And usually when I'm in the house like this, it's a welcome vacation from the things I have to do outside. You go outside and you do all the things you got to do all out there, all the obligations and maybe errands and some crap you have to do for other people. Then when you get in the house, you can sit down in your chair and go, Phew, what a eventful day. A lot of things I had to do, a lot of things I wanted to do but couldn't get done because I didn't have the time. But now I'm just going to relax. Man, it's going to be a rough day tomorrow. Well, guess what? No, no, it's not going to be a rough day tomorrow. Okay, you know what? It is going to be a rough day tomorrow because you're not going to get to do anything. You're going to be sitting in the house. And we all know why we're sitting in the house, right? The virus, COVID-19. That's why we're all in the house. That's why all the celebrities are doing their little, you know, they're doing uh, some performances online and everybody's trying to find another creative way, meaning the celebrities, to basically one up the other celebrities that are online. I get it. It's great. And it's cool. But I can tell you this. For us mere mortals, being in the house all the time, what's the word I'm looking for? Blows. Right? Because you know why you're in the house. Now, if you really think about it, human beings, we are wired in a way that we are, we adapt to circumstances. You know, when it's a great circumstance, if you're used to winning, you know, you notice how how that works. If a person is used to winning and being successful, they tend to continue to win and be successful because that's what they've grown accustomed to. When they go to do something, they have a positive expectancy because every other time they did this thing, it worked out and it's going to work out this time. And when everything normally sucks for you, you think everything's going to keep sucking for you. Why? Because the last few times you did something, it sucks. So why wouldn't it suck this time? Human beings, we adapt to circumstances and we have this need to try to make the best of circumstances so if you really think about it when you take the the specter of the virus out of the equation in this mental experiment your home you have more than enough supplies to write out the amount of time it's going to take to get over this or to get to the point where we quote flatten the curve right And what does it boil down to? It boils down to now you're spending a lot of extra time with your family. Extra time with your family. Now, speaking for me, do I love my family? Of course I do. But I want to leave the damn house. I know you feel the same way. Because if you're with your family all the time, normally... When you're having conversations with your family, there's kind of a time limit to the conversation. If it's a relative you haven't seen for a while, you have a lot to say because things have happened. The kids got bigger. You talk to the kid. The kid says, Uncle S, Uncle A, Uncle S, E, do you get the gift? I got the gift, right? But you don't see the kid. And all of a sudden, the kid's four inches taller when you see the kid. Whoa, right? Hey, hey, you got a little little gray in your beard, buddy. (laughs) That kind of thing, right? 
But if you're stuck in a house with someone that you always see all the time, right? You're sitting there with your spouse and normally being locked in a house with your spouse would not be a bad thing. Why? Because the kids would be at school. The kids would be at school. And instead of trying to go upstairs and, you know, and I'm, I'm the kind of person that's really slick. I don't have any kids and I don't have a spouse, right? But I know what it's like to be in, in a lady's house with her and have her be in my place, right? And there's other people in the house and you don't want them to know exactly what's going on in the bedroom and and i'm telling you man i was one of the slickest people in the world i was real slick i'd always play the music just loud enough right it would be loud because i didn't want them to hear what was going on right and then i'd make it a point to come out of the out of the place and have the other residents of the either apartment building or whatever or the house see that in the house we're just sitting on the computer that's the only reason the music is playing loud you probably thought we were doing something didn't you and i did that on purpose to make sure that they couldn't tell whether we were working on the computer or just sitting there listening to the music or doing what I really wanted to do, what I really wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And I do the same thing if I had kids. I'd get them used to having mom and dad play the radio real loud before they went to bed. They'd feel real used to it. They'd probably get a little suspicious if there was like a, 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 you know, there was a shower afterwards. And a lot of giggling, you know, the radio would play for exactly 90 minutes and then there'd be some showering and giggling and <laughs> every once in a while, one of us would say something stupid like, oh, I still have some whipped cream on my ass. You know, that <laughs> none of your business. Don't judge me back to what I was saying. Right. But if if it's a normal thing, you, you want to be home with your spouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if the kids weren't there and you were actually alone with your spouse, the kids are at school or off doing some stuff. You make sure to give the they have. They, that's why parents go, hey, give me a call when you get there, because it'll take you two hours to get back here. And since I know you're actually there, it doesn't really mean it means you can't get back in time to interrupt us getting it on. That's why parents want you to call. They don't care if you got there alive. Odds are you got there fine. OK. <laughs> I'm disclosing secrets back to what I was saying. Right? But this time you're stuck with your spouse and instead of being able to jump on top of each other and do all the good stuff you want to do, your kids are there and you got to entertain them and break up fights and crap. Oh, and that becomes annoying. Oh, but when it's not as bad when you know they're going to go to school tomorrow. They're being big pains in the butt. It's nine o'clock. Go to bed, you little <laughs> Right? You get the little punk butts up. You send their little punk butts off to school. Right? You, you, you know what I'm saying. You know there's a reprieve there's a break but there's not a break now because they're home from school oh no home from school oh no and they know they're not going to school tomorrow oh no which means they're going to stay up late oh no you were hoping that they were so used to going to bed at nine o'clock that you put them to bed at nine o'clock you turn on the music and you and your wife can go in there and boom boom jiggy jiggy boom da boom jiggy but you can't boom boom jiggy jiggy boom da boom jiggy jiggy because they know they're not going to school tomorrow and every time you come in they you, you turn the music on you think you're going to get to do something they come knocking on the door mom and dad i just want to ask you some really dumb question and you know that means nothing and i'm just i just basically feel like being annoying right now i would also as your other child like to be annoying and stand here and not give you any privacy even though we have plenty of other activities to do plenty of video games and things of that nature and under normal circumstances like no, during the, the majority of the day we completely ignored you even when you called us for food but now that you're actually trying to get it on later on at night we want to all of a sudden become kids that can't get enough of you because <laughs> kids stink
but you're alone when you're trapped with your family, trapped with your family. And the conversation dries up, dries up. You don't have anything else to say to each other. It dries up. You can't ask the kids, how was school? Why? Because their little punk asses didn't go to school. You can't ask your wife how was you hurt your day. You know damn well how her day was. You were sitting there staring at her all damn day. You know how her day was? She was staring at an idiot. And that idiot is you because you just asked a dumb question. Yeah, I said it. It's amazing how being in the house all day, every day, and all you can think about is nothing. You turn on the TV set, and every time you turn on the TV, you got another politician talking about the thing that's locked you in the house in the first place. Every time you turn on the news, they go, in the news today, <laughs> just kidding, we're not going to talk about any other stuff, we're going to talk about the virus. Yeah, and you know what I'm talking about. They say the same things. Wash your hands for, you know, the funny thing is they literally said, wash your hands for not 20 seconds. They said, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. That's what they said. At least 20 seconds, which means you should probably wash your hands for longer than 20 seconds. How many of you have been disinfecting the doorknobs? Hmm? Bet you didn't. How many of you have been disinfecting the surfaces in your house? Bet you didn't. Hmm. As human beings, we find a way to adapt to these circumstances. In Italy, they're leaning out the window and singing songs. Right? Where I am right now, if I leaned out the window and sang some songs, my neighbors would sing with me, except their song would be, Yo, whoever that is singing, shut your punk ass up before I come over there and whip your ass. And I've heard that song before. It was never directed at me, but it's a very, very popular song where I live when you make too much noise. <laughs> Uh, I've heard neighbors argue with the dogs of my other neighbors. Roo, 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 shut your damn mouth. Roo, roo, shut up. Shut the I'm sitting, and I'm literally sitting in my, in my living room laughing harder at that than I was at the show I was watching. I actually had a guy, I'm, I'm not even kidding, literally come out of his house. Now, the way the houses are set up, he literally had to walk half a block to get to the other neighbor's house. And I'm sitting there going, you, you, he did he was so mad he didn't even think about literally just walking down the steps, walking up his backyard, unlocking the gate, and then walking down a quarter of a block. No, I guess he wanted to get ahead of steam up so we could have that verbal altercation with the dog. Didn't even yell at the neighbor. Probably because the neighbor's a really, really big dude with an anger management problems. <laughs> anyway. So I look out the back window and there's a grown man in a robe, literally kneeling down. Well, he wasn't kneeling down, scrunching down, squatting down. And the dog is and he's looking at the dog. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your damn mouth. And I'm literally looking out the window at a grown man in a robe. Thank God he was wearing underwear. Grown man in a robe having, I guess, an argument with a dog. Welcome to my neighborhood. I guess essentially that guy is another reason you want to stay in the house, not just because of the COVID-19, but because there's a 
dude that really thinks that he can persuade a dog with his verbal gymnastics to not bark because Lord knows that works with dogs that don't like you in the first place. <laughs> He's an idiot. So I know that you're stuck in the house and I know it's getting really difficult. You got to wash your hands a whole bunch of times. You got to spray alcohol, which you probably can't find anymore all over the place. I get it. And I'm at the situation now where I want to go out and get some more stuff before the stuff I have runs out. It's not running out, but it's getting to the point where I could, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it's like when you get to a, like a, you know, you get to a quarter tank of gas and you're on your way home and you know you're going to make it home. But you just, just in case I should get a couple packs of this and a bottle of that and a couple of these. So what I'm saying, folks, is listen, I know it's a tough time right now. I know you're getting shell shocked. I know you're getting you're getting restless. I get it. I understand. But we all have to do our part, my friends. Right? You don't want to go to the bars. You don't want to be running around outside touching people. You know? Okay, maybe you do, but you shouldn't. You know what I noticed, my friends? This is something I noticed. I really haven't worked out. I only worked out one time since... Uh, since we've been told to stay in the house and not going any place and everything like that. And, and essentially what you've been, what we've all been doing, I know for myself, is you're just kind of eating, working on the computer and doing nothing else. And the thing about it is, how can I put this? Have you ever just randomly touched a part of your body and you're used to it feeling a certain way or you're used to feeling constant improvement and you brush that part of your body and it doesn't feel like it's supposed to feel, right? Just, you, you used to touching that part of your body and feeling muscle there or touching that part of your body and feeling constant improvement. And then you accidentally touch your ribs and instead of going, it goes, and that's what happened to me. I don't like it, right? I'm used to touching that part of my body on the ribs right there. I was just sitting in the chair and I, my, my shirt got caught in the chair and I kind of pulled the shirt out and I accidentally touched my thumb to my ribs and instead of feeling, I felt broke. And I'm going, wait a second. Wait a damn second. The hell is this? And what it was, was a little bit of fat that I had gotten rid of, but it's back, right? I mean, what have I been doing for the past week and a half? Nothing. I mean, not nothing, but no working out, no getting on the treadmill, no kettlebell, no weightlifting, no stair machine, no heavy bag, nothing. And just that little bit of time, your body's in apartment building and the things you want inside are the things you invite inside. The good food, those are the good tenants to your apartment building. Now, every once in a while, you let a burger slide in a burger's a tenant. If it's just a burger that comes that every once in a while, there's always one tenant that's a little bit of a pain in the butt, but not too much of a pain in the butt. They're a pain in the butt, but you can deal with them. They're a pain in the butt. But during this time, during this time where I haven't worked out, a.k.a. I haven't had anybody vet the tenants coming in. 
right? Haven't run any credit checks, haven't asked any questions, haven't assessed their personality, decided whether I want them in my building. And during this time, I've been eating things that, you know, that you, you we got to stock up on stuff and nobody stocks up with health food when they're randomly and quickly told they got to stay in the house. Nobody stocks up. I have to randomly stay in the house for a couple of weeks or maybe even three weeks or maybe even a month. Well, let me get these double vegetables and quadruple vegetables. Hell no. You know, daggone well, you bought some hot dogs and stuff like that. I mean, I, I didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. Shut up. So anyway, I started to touch my ribs. I accidentally touched my ribs and there was a little bit of fat there that I thought was gone. Almost mocking me, right? Like a party crasher that sits in the back of the party and you're looking at the party crash and you want to throw them out, but you don't want to mess the vibe of the party up. It's just sitting there mocking me, right? It's like a tenant that's squatting in your apartment building and you can't get them out because it's going to take, they've been there 30 days and it's going to be, you got to go through a court proceeding to get them out. That's what it's like when you got that little bit of fat that ease back on your body. You can't do three push-ups and run in place for four seconds and have it disappear oh no to get that little bit of fat off is going to take a lot of hard work like i said like a bad tenant that you can't get rid of oh no sitting there on my ribs mocking me i looked down and i saw it there it's not that much but it's more than none and i sit sat there on my ribs mocking me yes Anthony. what you know who i am don't you yeah yeah you're the fat that came back you damn right. You thought you got rid of me, didn't you? Actually, I did get rid of you. Oh, really? Then why am I back? <sighs> because I've been eating crap for the past week and a half and doing no exercise. Exactly. See how easy it was for me to get back in? <laughs> you worked for months to get rid of me. <laughs> and here I am right back. Or shall I say right rib because that's where i am <laughs> wow apparently you didn't get a sense of humor while you were gone yeah well i'm laughing at you right now fat boy wow really really got a little fool of yourself didn't you figured that just a week of eating garbage maybe a week and a half of eating garbage and nothing was gonna happen to you huh huh please I've been sitting here the whole time waiting for you to mess up, big boy. Waiting for you to screw up. I got a whole bunch of friends in your ass that can't wait to get back in. They're just sitting there in their lawn chairs looking at your ass, waiting for that chance to get back. Oh, yeah, I got some friends that want to get on your stomach. They're just waiting. Oh, yeah, don't you want to go back to the refrigerator and have another sandwich with cheese on it, big boy? Well, actually, I do. Wait a second. Ha, 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 it's only a matter of time. There's nothing healthy. And I mean, you got healthy stuff in there, but I notice that the stack of things that are actually kind of healthy, you didn't even touch them. Oh, but you had them hamburgers, didn't you? Huh? Oh, those wonderful, juicy hamburgers, fat ass. You had those, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love people like you. You know, skinny people, they think they're slick. Oh, I have a fast metabolism. Yeah, you got a fast metabolism now, 24-year-old. But you're going to live into your 90s. 
and I can't wait till you get about 36, 37 years old. Oh, that's when the tide turns, fat ass. That's when the tide turns, and it becomes harder to get rid of me. Oh, I can't wait. You know how much I love. See, guys like you, you get a little bit of shape. You can't, yeah, you never get too bad, but I get to torture you for a while. But one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, it's delicious. When a professional athlete that's actually known for their physique, <laughs> I sit there licking my chops, looking at them, looking at everyone, laud their physique, looking at their accomplishments on the court or the field or wherever they're playing or whatever they're doing, looking at them. And you're full of themselves, having all that sex with people who just want to get a, a touch to their body. You know, on the cover of magazines. Oh, I love it. Because I know one thing. The higher they are, the harder they fall. Look at that professional athlete right there. In the best shape of his life. He just retired. <laughs> And now he's going to still keep eating the same amount of calories he ate when he was playing. Doesn't work that way anymore, does it? Now watch very closely. Watch the film. I don't want to see it. Shut up and watch it. The people listening to the podcast can't see it, but they'll be able to know what's happening. We'll describe it to them. Just look. Okay, I see you guys playing. Okay, that's great. And now he, okay, he's doing his celebration dinner. Okay, that's great. Now he's going home to his family. He's eating a lot. It's not working out at all. Oh my God, what the hell? Yes, that's time lapse. Look at that. <laughs> Look at his belly. <laughs> Look at him out of breath as he goes up the steps. <laughs> he's mine. Yeah. Oh God, you're evil. I'm not evil. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I love it. He's going to be on TV. Look at his neck. <laughs> Look at him trying to pull his T-shirt down to hide the fact that his pecs are jiggling. Oh, those are my cousins in his man boobs. Hi, cousins. Hey, 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 how you like what we're doing in this guy's chest? You're doing a fantastic job. Make sure that you jiggle a lot when the ladies are looking at him, okay? Oh, no problem. That's what we do. You guys are evil. Oh, we're not evil. We're just being who we are. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something right now. Mr. Full of yourselves, rib fat, potential chest fat. When I wake up tomorrow morning, look around. Look around where I am right now. What do you see in front of me? That's a stationary cycle. Exactly. Now look behind you. What do you see? Uh, That's a heavy bag. Exactly. Look to your left. No. Yes. That's three kettlebells on the floor. Now look behind the kettlebells. Waits, waits, waits. Yeah. I've got everything I need right here in this room. And if you notice, none of that stuff has dust on it. You might have had a chance to get back on my body before, but now that you talk so much crap, I'm so mad at you. In fact, watch this. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, that's right. I'm doing crunches right now. One, two, three. You stop that now. No. <laughs> Let's see who's in control now, you piece of crap. Let me in this podcast. I'll be back to your asses in a minute. I'm about to do some kettlebell workouts. I'm going to get on that bike. I'm going to hit that heavy bag. I'm going to do some more crunches. I'm going to do about 100 push-ups. <laughs> Mine is 90. But it's a start. 
Oh yeah, podcast audience. Yeah, yeah. You see what I gotta go through here? But rib fat talking crap to me and potential chest fat. Oh hell no. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have to say goodbye to you guys right now because rib rib fat's gotta get his ass whooped. I can't have this bull stuff. So anyway, folks, this has been episode number 385. Rib fat, rib fat. What you crying for? What you crying for? Yeah, because you know your ass is gonna be gone soon, punk. Uh, this episode of Episode 385, the pre-workout episode before I, before I kick Rip Fat's ass. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Listen to my other podcasts uh, called the S. Anthony Thomas Show. It's on Anchor. Basically, just Google my name and Google the name of the podcast. Obviously, this one's called the S. Anthony Says Podcast or S. Anthony Says. Subscribe, rate this podcast, tell a friend. And right now... I got some rib fat ass to kick. So before I do that, I'm going to say goodbye to you, my friends. The way I always say goodbye to you all, you're ready on a count of three. In fact, let me do a couple of more crunches. Don't you do it. Shut up, rib fat. <laughs> I threw three more crunches and I ain't even begun the workout yet. Okay, now I'm going to say goodbye. We're going to do it on the count of three, the way we always do it. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Ben.